0: Okay, amazing. So thank you, everybody, for joining. We have such an incredible teaching, by Ezra Hashem, today. One of my favorites. Really, they're all my favorites, but this is really, genuinely such a deep teaching. Sometimes the Torahs and Sicha Saran that we learn are like sort of quasi-teachings. They're a little bit history, sometimes a story, just little thoughts. This is a genuine teaching. It's akin, in a certain level, uh, in a certain sense, to Likute Maran, and those self-contained Torah revelations, as you're going to see. And it's such a privilege to be able to share it with all you sweet people. So thank you so much to each and every one of you uh, for joining us. And let us jump right into it. I hope everyone's doing well. And I'm heading to the Holy Land tomorrow. So I am like just so, so excited uh, to be there. And for any of the men here who are there, um, we have Wednesday night uh, going on in Yerushalayim. It's very late. It's at 10 p.m. But if you want any more information about that, feel free to, to reach out to me, okay? If you're interested. So let me share my screen. And let's jump into this teaching. There's a lot to get to. And as always, we daven for Siyat Shmaya that we should be able to get this across clearly and properly. And of course, it should be a Khus for all of those who are in need of Rachmei Shemayim in Eretz Yisrael and everywhere else around the world. And specifically, Tinoch Ben Shur Yehudis, Bezir Seshem, our little baby, um, our little Neshama, should continue to develop as beautifully as, as he's been developing. And we should only share good news, Bezir Sashem. Says the Yisrael, Amen. A person should know. She chavilis, chavilis there exists in the spiritual realm the concept of bundles and bundles of sins. Rahmana litzlan. Bundles and bundles of sin, like I was learning with somebody earlier today, I personally don't like using the word sin as a translation for any word, not chait and not avera. Instead, it's a much deeper and a much more accurate translation, is missed opportunities for connection. That's what sin is. Both the word chait, literally in Hebrew, means lahachti etamatara, means to deviate, to miss the point, and avera is milashan laavar, to just pass up on an opportunity for intimacy. And of course, in order to correct our perspective on sin, we have to also begin first with correcting our perspective of the opposite of sin, which is a mitzvah. Which of course doesn't mean a commandment, and it doesn't mean suppressing our will to align ourselves with the will of the divine, to suffer through a miserable spiritual existence in this world for the purpose of one day getting reward. No. A mitzvah means connection. Hashem offers us opportunities for devekos, for devek, for cleaving, for attachment with the divine. And the opposite of that means just to miss up on that opportunity. That's all there is to it. So says Rabbi Nachman, there are bundles and bundles of these Missed opportunities, as the pasuk states, ki The the Mishnah, rather, in Avos, in Pirkei Avos, states that one avera goyeres it drags along with it avera, another missed opportunity, and so on and so forth. Hainu that means when a person transgresses. That first initial experience of chait of missing, or avera, is going to be goreres. It's going to draw with it other experiences of avera. That are specifically connected to that particular deviation. That particular kheit is going to lead to other chataim. And when a person experiences another kind of Aveira, as a it's going to draw similarly along with it other averos of the same nature. Because again, like the Mishnah and Pirkei Avos tells us, Each Avera Avera. Each Aveira is going to draw along with it or drag us toward another Aveira. And these Averos Pile up, but it's not It's not going. It's not going to draw you to another experience of avera that has nothing to do with that initial avera. The initial avera leads to another avera of the same kind, and so slowly but surely, a whole bundle of averos begins to accrue. Bundles and bundles of averos. Chas v'shalom, which is a, a, a Lashon, a phraseology used by Chazal when they say that if a person has a mast, chavilos, chavilos, aviros, so he should or she should do chavilos, chavilos mitzvos, counteract them with many, many, many bundles of of mitzvos. But we see this terminology, chavilos, in, chavilos, aviros in Chazal. And Rabbi Nachman explains the very first sin, the very first deviation, missing of an opportunity. With all of the other Averos that are connected to that root Avera that makes one bundle That's a whole bundle because they're all bound together, because it's a whole link. It's a whole I'm sorry, it's a whole chain of many links that are all bound up with the first experience of deviation. And then another kind of Avera, along with all of the other Averas that it caused, also is another bundle. him That causes in the spiritual realm another bundle of sins. Until there are many different bundles, each of them unique as links in specific chains that are drawn after those root Averos. And here's a pretty horrifying thing. chavila and from each bundle, nivres is created, kat achat shall mechablim Each bundle of Averos give rise to a whole platoon of mechablim, a very prevalent word today, in modern Hebrew, we call we, we use the word mechablem to describe terrorists, antagonizing, accusatory, bloodthirsty forces, when and also those that come to accuse in the spiritual realm. Each avera, as the tzaddikim say, gives rise to one of these forces, and a whole bundle of averos, the chavila as a whole, gives rise to a kat. Gives rise to a whole group, a whole community of these mechablim. And these mechablim, these terroristic spiritual forces, cry out, Havlon chaye, Havlon mizayne. Give us vitality. Give us parnasa. Give us sustenance. Ki hu Because what do we refer to a person who is doing Averos, who is consistently missing opportunities for connection, not choosing with his higher self? He's called a Baal Avera. But what does the word Baal Avera mean? Literally, it means that he is in charge. He is the Baal. He is the person who has Baalut, who has ownership over these Averos. And the same way that it works throughout society, If a person goes ahead and a person has a child, so the way that the world works is that he is in charge and responsible for sustaining the child that he brought into the world, that she brought into the world. So, in as much as these mechablam are created from our averos chas v'shalom, and from a whole chavila, from a whole bundle of averos, is caused a whole cat, a, a whole force of mechablam. We chas or the person is a bal aveira, He's responsible. Ki hu habal avera? She hu habal shal avera? He has ownership over them. He created them. They're his spiritual offspring, for lack of better terminology. He must sustain them. Because everything in this world requires sustenance. Nothing can live without feeding off some kind of energy source. And so these mechablim, these mechachrigim turn around and they come back to the Baal and they say, you feed us. Scary thing. The first Avera, he certainly needs to give Mizonos for. Because that Avera wasn't nigrar after another Avera. It wasn't caused or compelled or forced. It was just open open season. Like It was just a clear clear choice that he had that wasn't influenced by any prior choice. But then Rabbi Nachman says, and this we we're up to, but it's not just that first Avera, it's all the Averas that need. Sustenance. Let's just take a tiny break over here. Let's go down to these other sources. I just want to show you the Heliga Tormad Dvaro. So the Ramak in his safer Tormadvarah teaches the following. And he comments on Hashem's mid of noise Hashem carries the sin. What does this mean? The Holy Ramak is teaching us the same idea that every person who is experiencing and not choosing with our higher self, it causes the creation of a destroying force. As the Mishnah teaches, A person who transgresses, brings into being an accusatory force. And this being comes before the master of heaven and earth and says, I was created by this and this person. So nothing exists in this world without the sustenance of the ultimate sustainer, which is the master of heaven and earth. So where should this force get its life? Get its sustenance. Hadin on a simple level, again, Hashem should really tell this force, what do you expect? That I should I should sustain you? That, that I should somehow give you support? Go to the person who created you, the Baal havera the one who has ownership, so to speak, responsibility for the Aveira, and we and, and he says, what would happen then? This mashchus would go right away immediately to the person and take his neshama. It's like the Death Eaters, you know, in Harry Potter, they suck his face out. Just just get support from the from the person himself. Or his... Garments or his property, or to, to, to attack and to punish the person until it evens out and the accusatory force is, is whittled away. See, so here from the Tarma Divar you see the same exact thing. That's this is what should happen. So, then a little bit of a hint where Ibn is going to get to, but he, he gives it across in a bit of a different way. And of course, this is not what happens. Se What does it mean that Hashem is Noise Avain? He carries the sin. It means Hashem himself supports the force that we create by deviating from Hashem's will. Hashem gives it Parnasa. This soivala Avain. Hashem gives it incredible. Hashem gives these forces Parnasa, Shuzana Kulai. The same way that Hashem sustains the whole world, Zan Umefarnis Hamashchis, Hazah. Hashem also gives support to this destroying force until the person goes ahead and does tshuva. So here we see the same idea from Rabbi Nachman. But what's the din? Meaning Alpidin, who should sustain this um, this 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 force? It's just the Balave, or he's responsible. Says Rabbi Nachman, it's not just the initial Avera that we could all understand why a person would be to support it. He created it and it wasn't compelled by any prior action. But the Rebbe says all the other Averas also, even though he uses this incredible Ashen, it was as if he, he was compelled to do them. Because Avera, Avera. Because the initial sin really caused him, compelled him, forced him in a certain sense into the other sins that shared the same root. It makes no difference. He should have supported them too. He needs, really requires to give them sustenance. Why? Because these forces have a taina. Or really, not, not it should really be that Hashem has a taina mitzvah An incredible concept. It's true that Avera, Gereris, Avera. But you know that you could block that process by doing a mitzvah in between. And the mitzvah would have protected you, would have stopped that chain of Avera, Gereris, Avera, Gereris, Avera, Gereris, Avera, and so on, in its tracks. Mitzvah, boom, gets in the way, stops it. If the person didn't go ahead and do this mitzvah that would have blocked the chain, in a certain sense, he's responsible for them too. And it's like, like Kain said, it's too much to handle. Imagine, for each and every one of us, all the different mashrisim created from all the, you know, mist minyanim and brachas without kavana, and you know, I'm using obviously very light, so to speak, but, it, 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 they would all show up at our door one day—a whole army, Chas banging down our, our our door in a metaphoric sense or an emotional sense or a spiritual sense, and saying, "It's payday. We're starving out here, and you have all the shefa, you have all this the good stuff. And as it as it as it reveals itself in your life, as 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 health and nachas from from children." And, uh, and 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 all the good things that you have, it's we're starving, and you're responsible for us. Chas And why are we responsible not only for the first one, but even for all the others that we were sort of pushed into? Because we should have done a big mitzvah to interrupt the chain. Take a look. I just want to take you on a little bit of a journey. And it looks like a lot of text. We're going to read it through quickly. The Peliyotz, the Halakha Peliyotz. Sweetest, most beautiful, remarkable sefer, a sefer on Musar that follows the Hebrew um, uh, alphabet, different topics and essays filled with with just fire, fire and das and and poetry and and a beautiful, beautiful sefer peliyot. So he says like this from Reb Lezer Papo, a svardash See, he says However, his ayerus le mishu chay inspiration works for a person that's alive. He's just sleeping. So you shake him awake, but it'll only work if the guy's alive. When you wake up a person, and you tell the person, the terminology from the Sevardi Slichos, Ben Adam, Dam, Right? Why are you sleeping? He wakes up because he was alive, but he was just sleeping. Right? Or rather, you tell him, hey, ira veikitsa, Wake up, arise. So he rises, he wakes up, does what he needs to do. But if a person's dead, you could shake him all you want. He's not going to wake up. Dead flesh doesn't feel the scalpel. It's dead. He says the same thing. If a person is a little bit conscious, a person spiritually awake, what can you do? He's overwhelmed by his Yitzhar. And he's making the, you know, unconscious choices and giving into his base, lower self. And he's miserable and he needs Chizuk and he knows he needs Chizuk. He's alive, so he's sleeping a little bit. It seems to him like, you know, it's, it's, it's permitted. He, he doesn't even care so much anymore. So, then when such a person hears a little bit of Rebbe Nachman, he hears Chassidus, he learns a little bit of Musr, Libay, that could wake him up. And he's going to wake up and say, oh my gosh, I don't want to be living this way and he realizes he's ill, he's going to go look for medicine, and i will heal himself. But when a person is in such a state, that they are so incredibly entrenched in the filth of sin, or like the says in a famous video, a person could be so ill that they don't know that they're ill, and that's precisely the indicator of just how ill they are. And because of the impurity of the, of the experiences, it's so distant from them, this experience of basking in the light of the divine. And they're surrounded, enveloped in the spirit of impurity. Like it says about the Menorah. And they're just filled with sinful behavior. And it's as if they're totally fine. They don't see there being any problem in this way of behaving. About these people, they're not just sleeping. And therefore, it's not going to help them, just the little musr and shaking them away. They're like dead. But as not only won't they awaken on their own, they might hear some words of awakening, or inspiration, they go to a good shear they read something. Not going to feel anything. The words will go in one ear, and right out the other ear. And it's a, it's it's almost as if there's no fixing for people like this. The Shariat Tshuva nu allim and about these individuals, the Rambam already brings that there's a concept of the Sha'arim of Tshuva, the gates of Tshuva, being closed before them. It's as if they're locked, not objectively because the gates of Tshuva are never locked, but from their perspective, because of their spiritual state, they will never make use of the wide open gates of Tshuva. It's as if they're locked because they'll walk right by them without feeling and sensing the opportunity. Ke'ech yashuvu. How should they return? Because they think they're fine. To go ahead and to find a way to be sane. Or again, they do They're not inspired to do anything. And they're led to just mock the words of the sages. It goes step after step, level after level, each step drawing a person further and further. As the Pasuk says. And the fool gets his comfort and consolation in just Rice Rabeh. In being engaged in such behavior until the point that they don't feel like there's anything wrong with the way that they're living. Then they hate the righteous, the wise, and then they prevent other people. When I sing, and then they support other people in this behavior, And, and, and so on. So how should light touch these people's hearts? They can walk in darkness until the day of their death. And they continue to run headlong into a horrible tunnel of darkness and of spiritual and emotional rot. Pretty dismal. It's a heavy paragraph. But there is one. Tadir. If a person will go ahead and commit himself, and this is like difficult because where does it start? How, how do you get such a person to commit? But in as much as you can convince such a person to commit to a consistent limud, day in, day out, afilu al kar or, force him, or he will force himself, even against his will, slowly but surely drip after drip after drip, day in, day out, with a consistent commitment to learning, can have an impact. The question is what kind of learning? And in this context, people oftentimes throw the Ma'am Chazal, Barasi yitzahara, Barasi Torah Tavlin, right? Hashem created the Zahara. the Ramchal brings this very strong, in his Sharm. Hashem knows, he's the one who created the illness and he created, there's only one anecdote, not anecdote, antidote. There's only one antidote for this malady and it's called Torah, Torah Tavlin. Which kind of Torah were Chazal speaking about? So in the yeshivas, the way that they'll express it, and maybe in the yeshiva-influenced shuls, if a Rav is speaking about this, he means yomi, you know, just Baba Basra, Baba Kama. The more you throw yourself into the Torah, the more Torah, you know, Torah Tavlin. And the question is, have we seen that really work? Like is that is that the case? That the more a person studies just Torah as is universally and generally understood in our communities that that really helps a person with the Sahara and, I don't know, Lavdavka maybe, for, for some people, not necessarily for others. So there's a Mishnabruah, and the Mishnabruah is toward the beginning of the Sefer, I'm forgetting exactly which simon or sif, but the Mishnabruah writes clearly in no uncertain terms that this Maimar Chazal is specifically referring to agadic teachings. The Torah Tavlin for the Yetzirah is not the halachic teachings which are super ultimately important and and necessary for every person to learn and to commit to learning and to keeping and so on, but it's specifically the hashkafic, agadic, theological, philosophical teachings that can bring a person around to a different way of thinking and feeling and experiencing. That's the Torah Tavlin and it's an open Mishnah Bruah, very important to remember. So it's very possible to suggest that he's referring to this kind of Torah. It's a tree of life. And whoever engages with this dew of the Torah brings him to life. It will trickle, it will shower down like rain. Drip and drip and drip and drip. Of rain will penetrate the stone. It's the same way with the Torah. Saif in the end shall no evan us will penetrate the heart of stone will macerus leva even will do away with the heart of stone nakh shall be care and a, a new spirit will awaken within the per, within the person kamam zamal khazal sidigmar in sukumash khayl of samadrish in evenu ni mayar drag the it's to the base madrish if it's a stone he will melt in barzalhu mit potsit if his iron you will be shattered avalzar shkayda raba but it takes real consistent commitment, as the many days pass, you'll find healing, and you'll feel yourself come to life, or this person will feel himself come to life. And here's really the point, point. and this is what Ibn Achman said, there's another rectification, because again, he's wrapped up in it, he's not even just alive, but sleeping dead, but there's a takana. If you'll have Siyata Deshmaya, she is Damenloi, Sheyasa Mitzvah Rabbah. The opportunity to do a really big mitzvah of whatever kind, a really big chesed, a Messias Nefesh, to extend himself for someone else, to be, you know, whatever the mitzvah is, as mitzvah Sashem Barahi. You know, maybe this is a good early source for Labavitch. you know, just random acts of kindness and, 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 and people going ahead and putting on tefillin, even if it doesn't come with the whole acceptance of the whole theological framework, just a big mitzvah. It can interrupt the, the chain of Averger, 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 As mitzvahs Hashem barehi, the mitzvahs of Hashem are clear, be ezra, they will help him. the lo'i? <speaking in Hebrew> and from there Baruch, who can dig a tunnel a lot of tunnels in the news today um, different kinds of tunnels in one part of the world or, or, or another um, can dig a tunnel into the Kisya to get back in touch with your Sharish and who will pass up his and immediately So never underestimate if we take nothing else out of this teaching which we still have a lot to do Take this out, no matter what you're going through, and no matter how dark your darkness is, at whatever given phase or stage, today life goes so quickly. You can move from one day to the next, move from the greatest choshech to the greatest ar, and then back into the greatest choshech, certainly weeks or months at a time, and maybe even years. Never ever pass up on an opportunity to do a mitzvah that's taka beyond your madrega. Sometimes we think, like, I'm out of it. What do I have with this now? Like, if only they would know what I'm stuck in and I really know, like, what? It's beyond me. I need to first work on the small things and maybe step by step climb the ladder. If Hashem helps you, He uses this Lashen, and a huge mitzvah opportunity falls on your lap, jump at it. Because you never know whether this is the mitzvah that will break the chain pass up in one fell swoop in a sudden explosion of clarity a brand new spirit will arise within our hearts and souls via and our heart will awaken Slive nafshai and our soul will become inflamed shlema in one minute like the Lashon of the Zohar Kaddish, in one minute, everything could change. And that can be what we need to just change the trajectory of our lives. Until everybody who knows this person will say, This is a different person than the one that we knew. Not because of some cataclysmic paradigm shift in his thinking and you know months and months and months of work but because of one mitzvah very powerful so going back to what we spoke about from the Rebbe, that's why getting back into the sugya that's why the heavenly forces have a taina that even though the person will say okay listen i understand why i need to support the first accusatory force that was a product of the initial avera, but what about all the others? It was mitzvah avera gareras avera, and they have this taina. It's the same thing from the peliyayit. Ha'ilah Khalasis take You should have done a mitzvah when you had the opportunity. It would have broken the chain. By a mitzvah magina love and the mitzvah would have protected. So therefore, Kain in the is What's the fixing? And this, like we've seen in other teachings, this is why Rabbi Nachman is so unique among the other tzaddikim. He doesn't just like throw this out there and that's the end of the Torah. He always fixes it, right? If you believe, you can break. So believe that there's a fixing. What's the fixing? V'ha-tikun, who the fixing is? A person should learn, study, in order not just to appreciate the depth of HaKadosh Baruch 13 midas of compassion and kindness and mercy, but Yilmad La'asais Ulekayim, that we should embody in our own lives these same 13 midas of Rachamim, of kindness, V'chassadim, mercy and kindness. And this we find also from the time of Devarah, which is a whole safer founded upon a person engaging with this kind of learning to be able to implement these 13 traits says the term of in the introduction it is fitting for a person to become similar and to imitate our creator then a person will be with a with an elevated form a truth <laughs> Because if a human being is physically human, because we're created with a human form, which in some very deep way, and we've discussed this in other shirim represents in some very deep spiritual way, spiritual concepts that become embodied in the physical form of the human being. We spoke a couple of shirim ago about the right hand being the embodiment of the energy of chesed and so on. So that's a person's body. But v'loi ulais. But the spirit that's within the body doesn't utilize that body to manifest the spiritual form of divinity, which is divine ways of acting, of thinking, of speaking, of being. (laughs) So we are acting in a dishonest way out of our tselem Elohim. The yoyimra of love will say about such a person, good, surah na, very nice. Very, very nice statue of tzelem alokim, but umay sim ku'urim, the inner tzelem is missing. So the person looks like a human, but the human is meant to be a Selem alokim, meaning they're supposed to utilize their physical form with all of its capacities to manifest the light of the divine Selem of what Hashem is, full of compassion and mercy and, 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 and kindness. Because again, if the body looks the way the body does and it's Selem of Elokim only because it's a physical representation and manifestation of spiritual principles... So then, certainly we, who have the physical literal the physical element of corporeal um, um, um material manifestation of that surah should and also a spiritual element, certainly we should use our spirit to manifest these spiritual principles using our body. So my how will help a person where his physical body looks the, you know looks the part,, but we're not using our capacities. To reveal the the, the tselem of Hashem, which is a tselem of creativity and of and of life and of etc. and kindness. And that's the first chapter of um, of Timer Devara speaks about specifically the Yudgim Omidas of rachamim, that we should learn them in order to understand them, but much more importantly to learn how to apply them. So that we can live with these midas, and that's called a truth selim Elokim, Incredibly powerful. So, says the Rebbe, this is the tikkun. A person should learn in order to apply the 13 midas of Rachamim that a person should do a ton of chesed which really means learning the Sefer Toma Devorah is the most practical way of applying this teaching from Rabbi Nachman and they even have it split in many editions into thirds it's a tiny book, tiny, tiny, tiny Sefer and it's split into um, 30 days of the month so you can learn it every month and it's a huge skula to to prevent against certain very serious illnesses but it's also incredibly powerful. Incredibly, incredibly powerful. It gets a little bit Kabbalistic toward the end, but just even the first parak to be able to understand the yud Gimelidus of Rachamim and work on applying them, helps us become more elevated people and also upgrades our concept of Hashem's love and Hashem's compassion. So that's really the best way to apply this. But that's what the Rebbe says. We should be mekayim them to manifest and embody them. Through this, that we are embodying and putting into practice these thirteen principles and thirteen avenues of compassion. We know Hashem tzilcha. Hashem is our shadow. Mida keneged mida. When we act in that way below it wakes up the Midas of a Baruch Hu above. One of which, by the way, like we learned from the Time of earlier, one of these 13 Midas is literally this principle, Neusei Avain. That a Baruch Hu has the capacity to hold space for our sins, to sustain them, to support them. And so if we embody that Midah and the rest of the 13 Midas of Rachman, but certainly that one, and we're doing everything that we can to go ahead and to sustain other people, and in every way that we can to bring life to the world and to preserve life and to protect life and to promote life in any way, that's awakening Hashem's midav and a and Baruch who is sustaining all of these forces that are coming really to us for their sustenance. And that's causing the, 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 all these mechablim, again, this very apropos terminology, these terroristic spiritual forces they're subdued and they are removed. that became uh, um that, that became into being because of these Averis. But bechinas the aspect of the Pasuk, we say. the king, sits on the throne of mercy. he forgives the sins of his nation. Ma'avir Rishin This is the introduction to the 13 meters of Rachamim. What do we say? removes Paruchu removes. Rishon, Rishon, the first, the first. What does this mean? I knew what this means is, By virtue of the 13 principles of compassion, the 13 traits of kindness that, that come after this introduction of If we engage with these 13 midas of Rachamim, this causes Mavir HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chavila HaKadosh Baruch Hu nullifies that first link in this long chain of sins. HaKadosh Baruch Hu removes that very first avera that caused all the other averas because Aveira Gerera Aveira, Which and, and the process continues. HaKadosh Baruch Hu just nicks the first one. Ma'avir rishain rishain. HaKadosh Baruch Hu deletes the first sin in every bundle that causes all the other sins to progress. And then all of the other Averis in the bundle, They all return to Hashem. And Hashem gives them sustenance. Hashem sustains them. Ma'avir rishain rishain just take you quickly to, to Breditshev, to the Kedusha Slevi, says this Mamesh, the same thing, but it's good to see it from different tzaddikim. This is found in the Kedusha Slevi, he is drosh to Rosh Hashanah, toward the end. And he says, It's known, When a person does an Avera, and then he repeats the Avera, eventually it comes Keheter. It's like permitted to the person. And this is the experience of Avera, Garera Avera, and each one makes it a little bit more kahatir kahatir until it's just totally hotter. Therefore, a person is able to come to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and say, "Ribon I I am not really accountable for avona sha'avar pamesheinus u'shlishes." For the second Avera and the third Avera and the fourth Avera, a person is not accountable for them. Because we say, Those, uh, it was like they were mutter they were for me. It was apparent to the person that this is cool. Because Avera goreris Avera. So, what was I supposed to do? Like Rabbanah says earlier in the piece, it's as if he was it, it It was as if he was compelled and forced into this behavior. If I would have known that it's mamish forbidden, how could I have done it? But on the first one, the person doesn't have this excuse. Because the first time, a person knew that it's not the right thing to do, and he wasn't compelled by any previous hate. And so that first one is a serious thing. That first one am Baruch Hu in His infinite mercy, It's the same tir from Rabbi Nachman. It's Yaduah the Rabbi Nachman and the of were very close friends. Ha Baruch removes the first sin. HaKadosh Baruch Hu removes the first sin in the chain. Retzalei mera'av harisha, in that first initial experience, Tzarek HaKadosh Baruch Hu Limchal, HaKadosh Baruch wipes away. Ve So the whole chain falls apart because they were all talui, they were all reliant on that first experience. Ki ke'in hi'amida, because this is how it works. Because they were all based on this first experience. And then and so Hashem just takes away the first chet. Everything else falls away. So we see the same idea and Drusha from the Berditch. Where... So now let's finish the piece. This is the deeper meaning of the Pasuk Atalim. I will teach the sinners your ways it doesn't say and the sinners will return to you it says and the sins will return to you what's going on in this Pasuk I will teach the sinners your ways which ways? And what does that mean? The sins will return to you. Says Rabinahmin Drachhecha Zabhinah Sashla Shash Midas. The word Drachhecha refers to the 13 Midas of Rachimim. How do we know that, Kama Because it was in response to Moish Rabbinu telling Hashem, "Hoydi Aini na S Drachekha, that same word. Teach me your ways. The herlay Akhish Barhu Ashlay Shash Midas. Then in response to that, Akkodesh Baruch showed Mahishrabbinu the thirteen Midas of Rachimim. So we see that this word drachecha is a reference to the thirteen midas of rachamim. So now go back to the pasuk alamda Paishim drachecha. Hainu says the rebbe, dim When a person learns the thirteen traits of compassion in order to embody them, you know what happens? As I, the pasuk continues, vechataim the sins yeshuvu. They'll return back into our kedushbarcho. Hanush averus shabachavila all the sins in the bundle shavim al Hashem they return to Hashem and a Kodesh Baruch Hu sustains them. So here the Rebbe asks, Achmei ayin on Kodesh Baruch Hu neisalem Where does a Kodesh Baruch give them sustenance from? Da says Rebbe Nachman, this is the deepest, deepest, deepest thing. Because we find in the Sitra Achra, on the other side, we find a concept of Rishon L'Rishonim. What does this mean, Rishon L'Rishonim? There is a first of the first. There is a concept called Edoim. The root of Amalek, who is a descendant of Esav. Who's called the first? The primordial first, the Nachash That even the first Avera, that we've, we said there was nothing compelling him into the first Avera because it's only Avera, Gauraris Avera. The other Averas were caused by that initial Avera. But the first Avera had no, nothing compelling it, says so Rabbi Nachmanov. You better believe that, that it did. It also did. Because no sin is experienced in a vacuum. It's rooted in the primordial rishon, the nachash hakadmi, vayyete harishon admi asav amalek, kikulam nimshach mabayam al yaday. Because every experience of sin is a nimshach from from him. Kibbe says that Tzaddik l'vi Koydal Kedushes Yisrael, in accordance with our incredible holiness, ain roylem klal ases averes chas v'shalom. We have no real connection to sin at all. Machmas toikiv Hagalus, but because we've been in exile for so long, shesoyv l'mi aumais, that we're impacted. By the suffering that we experience throughout our sojourn in exile, and difficulties in Parnassa, and in uh, a more broad metaphoric sense of taxes, we have to pay something to every society. We have to affiliate ourselves with the broader society, and we get impacted, and we get confused, and we feel downtrodden and broken. That's the real root for deviation from the divine will. A crippled understanding of what Judaism is. An understanding of chet, where chet means some evil sin instead of an opportunity that you can mamish connect to the divine and and, and fill yourself with an infinite light. So like, why would you want to miss that? Why would you want to miss out on that? That's an avera. la La'chati. To, to miss an opportunity for intimate, intimate veikos. Nimsa shekala avera nimshacham a'ideh edayim. It's all a product of HaMolek, Asav, Nachash. Because we're in exile. And he is the the source, the real source. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes all of our sins and puts them on him. And he tells the Saur of Asav, the Nachash Akadmaini, you deal with it. What does all of this mean, Chavra? what do you what do you, what do you mean sustain the sin what does this mean sustaining sin means being able to find a rationale a platform a deeper broader understanding of the context of hate in order so that it should have something to rely on So, this is so deep, and we don't have time now to, to really flesh this out properly, but just give you the nutshell, because this is the point. This is really the point. Everything else is important. This is the point. Every other sin, so to speak, in the bundle of Averes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes on him. What does it mean Hashem sustains them? Hashem says it's on me. Because this is the way that I set up the system. And it's true, the avera was nigraur after the other Aveiras, a person slipped into a certain mode of behavior and they're stuck and, and, they, and, and they're trying their best to pull out of it but a process is already set in motion. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's on me. But there's Makom to believe, like the Bredeut said, that the first one is really on us. Says the Rebbe Nachman, if a person is able to develop a compassionate perspective on others, to be able to sustain others who don't seem like they're worthy of being sustained. Then we channel an energy into the world that makes it clear to the growing Jew that the first Avera was also not really on me. Because there's a, <laughs> a Rishon L'Rishaynim Ma'avir <laughs> mavir Rishayn HaKadosh Baruch Hu removes the first of the first the ultimate influencing factor that's beyond, that sits behind the veil of our first apparently free Bechira. There's something beyond the Chet. There's a Khrirus of Amalek. There's a lack of self-confidence. There's a seemingly innocent curiosity. There's the standard subconscious influence of the culture around it etc 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 so we put it on a malik we put it on the nachash <laughs> in a certain way it's like a it's like a reverse model of christianity right christianity believes that the, that the whole world's sins were put on 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 the the quintessential from their perspective the quintessential jew and he carried all of our sins and from our perspective it's exactly the opposite all the sins of all the Jews are carried by the sour of Edom, right, which is associated with Christianity. It's, it's the flip. Because the sins are not ours. And this is an incredibly compassionate way of understanding ourselves and reminding ourselves who we really are, who we always really were, and that the Makar, the Makar of all of our chataim that look to be sustained, they need a reason. We can deflect. These reasons, by embodying the compassion we wish HaKadosh to exhibit toward us. And by having the Shloy Shesremideh al rachamim toward other people and learning to see a more nuanced perspective of people, the tire of Azam the B'Oydi, seeing the good point in every person, judging the whole person, have done as Kol HaAdam, and therefore, the kavz to take into account the whole background, the whole picture. And we embody the Yudh Gimomidus of Rachamim to sustain others, to give others chizek, even when it looks like they don't deserve it. HaKadosh Baruch is Maver, and rishon. He takes away the first Aveira, all the other Aveiras crumble away. And why does he take away the first Aveira? He finds the source for that too. And Hashem takes the whole picture into account. And we are cleansed of the external dust that settle upon the face of our precious gleaming gem of holiness. And it's revealed that we, we were never dirty. We were always ever absolutely pure. Let's finish up with the last couple of minutes. Aval. Right, all of this happens. I'm sorry. The Pesach says until him, place sin upon their sins. And the Satan and the al asav goes all of the sins of the Jewish nation. They get sustained by Him, meaning we're able to understand where did that come from. It came from there. And again, this is all brought into being through the Rachmanus. That when we can become people who see deeper, Hakadosh Baruch Hu looks at us deeper. And our whole situation changes. And then he finishes. haaniim, but poor people, paupers and harachmanas, who are not in the aspect of compassion. the because the svarim it's rabbeinu b'chaya as well. They are an aspect of took for the It's midas hadin, a person who's in a state of poverty. Between Shimon, it's about uh, connected to the to the Shevet Shimon. by Achal can be Yaakov, Afitzim be Yisrael. Yaakov said about him that he shall be dispersed. And Chazal say Shemachzir malapsachim. They're going to turn into into you know panhandlers, people walking around, knocking door to door, mishulachim. And Shimon is between his gevuras v'dinim Kamuva, Shimon is always gevura. Ruven is chesed. Shimon is gevura, as is brought in the Zayar. Sometimes it can lead to them being very coarse people and not being able to have the bandwidth to be compassionate on other people because they're in such a desperate state. And so they're in an aspect of din, so what should they do? Says the Rebbe, after they're in a state where they don't have Rahmanas, they are not able to exhibit this Deep level of compassion toward others because they're the aspect of din. They're not able, therefore, to wake up and to to inspire to activate the thirteen Midas of rachamim that Hashem has toward us. What should they do? It's only one thing to do, and that's not to act with any strategy or shtick. Just to Davin. In your great mercy, we don't have the ability to activate and to and to and to catalyze anything. We're coming to you like Ka'ani like a like a pauper. We we just don't have the capacity. The and through this, they could awaken Ashleishim, and the same thing will happen. The And this he comes to the end, he explains that this is the terminology that we use in Tehillim, and in our prayers, on Rosh Hashanah and on, on Yom Kippur, we say to our Kadosh Baruch Hu, and in Tachanun, "Al tizkalano avonos rishaynim, do not remember our first sins." Let your mercy precede us, because we're so impoverished. Highnu. This means Hashem is Baruch L'Aviyskal. An Av Nesu Rishaynim. Hakadosh Baruch should be Mavir Rishan Rishan. He should get rid of the first sin that caused the whole chain of sins. Ma'avir Geras, Ma'avir Nasalik, Geheter. Shabachol Habila All these bundles. Shalavonis Kanuskal El. Da'highnu Sheyavir Rishan Rishan. Shabachol Chavila He should take away that initial sin. V'chinas. Like we said, an aspect of the pasuk Mavir Rishan Rishan. Shal Yidaseh Me'ila B'Teilim and a Stalkim called Shara L'Avonishe B'Chol Chavila the end, it will be recont contextualize and with a much more compassionate approach, we're going to be able to deeply understand it wasn't really us and it wasn't really what I wanted. I fell into it, but it's not really me. But for that, we said, we would need to embody the 13 midas of rachamim to activate, to awaken, to activate, to that through this, the removes the first sin. And now you say, and he supports like we saw from the time of Devira. And this is what it means that we ask Hashem, Let your mercy precede us. Why? We're also impoverished. And we try our best, but are we really able to embody this, consci- this consciousness of compassion toward other people in such a way that we're going to wake up the 13 minutes We're like the, the paupers that don't have that capacity. We don't have strength. We don't, we don't have any uh, uh, you know, delusions of grandeur of what we're able to accomplish. cane, Simplicity. We come to Baruch and we supplicate before Him that at least You should see us in the way that we in, that we hope and daven to be able to one day see others. But until then, please look upon us with compassion and gift us with self compassion, so that we can understand. It's a long process, and we are not bad, and we are not evil, and we do not want sin. Either we're trapped in a long process of Avera, Guerreras Avera. And ultimately, even if we are mammic, if we think back to the very first sin, go deeper, Rishon Lurishayinim, and see the context for that also. And understand how many external emotional influences, maybe even transgenerational, that are passed down from generation to generation, different feelings that we have about ourselves, concepts of the world that lead us into that first experience that then leads to this whole chain Help me to see myself as I really am, with the eyes of kedusha yisrael, not the eyes of the nachash, of asher of externality. So we Daven ta We don't have the strength. Ki ki We're so impoverished. Therefore, maher yikadmunu mecha, you come with your mercy and you Go to the aspect of Kadmain. Nachash Kadmaini. Daikame asmacha. You alone, oid. Because we're like the impoverished, the paupers who don't have the the capacity to go ahead and to engage with the mid of And through this will be activated the first part of that verse. Then altiska Tiska The first sin in every bundle will be removed. Machmas maavir Rishain. Because Hashem, you will have removed the rishain and naturally all of the other sins in that bundle, all the other links in that chain will fall away. The ultimate thing that we're asking for, and this is the end of the terev, the end of the shir. For now, I'm sorry for going a bit over time. The ultimate, ultimate point that we're saying here is that we need to daven for the gift of compassionate self-image which is not just like some you know hippie like fluffy uh it's the truth it's the ultimate truth of being able to see the that each and every jewish soul yearns for dveikos that's all we're looking for we look for it in all kinds of interesting places and we're dealing with so much baggage and so many external influences that are pushing and pulling and prodding and, and and holding us down so we help us look upon ourselves with your 13 midas of rachamim, to be maver rishan rishan, to trace the story back to the beginning. And once we do, we say it's not as clear cut as just like good and evil. It's not so clear cut. It's just broken human beings trying to find their way. And if we can embody this mida toward others and help other people discover this about themselves even though they don't look worthy, but we can see their worthiness, this is going to awaken upon us to also treat us in that way. And if we have a hard time doing that because it's really hard to do that, because we're not Hashem, really difficult. We can daven that at the very least, should see us in that way. And it all begins with helping us see ourselves in that way. And if we can develop, the divine spiritual eyesight of the tzaddikim, who only saw the tzaddik in each and every Jew, you can activate that, like Rabbi Nachman says in Resh Pei Beis, you can turn someone's whole life around. You can turn your whole life around because you rediscover who you really are and what you always ever really wanted. And that's a great day indeed. That's a great day. Okay, Ashreinu, thank you so much. I'm sorry for the, the disconnection in the beginning. Um, I hope we were able to make up for it and, and, and that everyone was with me. But you see how this teaching is not like the other teachings. It's, a, it's really a, a whole Torah. It's, it's a you know, proper teaching from beginning to end with different ways of interpreting Pesukim in the sweetest, most beautiful way. And like we usually try to finish off, <laughs> the main thing is not the learning of it, to try to implement it. And over here you have something very practical. If you can get your hands on a safer tom or devora, that's a great way to being able to learn about these Midas of Rahimim and, and to try to work on becoming a little bit more patient and a little bit more kind and a little bit more conscious toward other people in our interpersonal relationships, thereby channeling those Midas as well. B'Siyah <laughs>